We know that support for your favorite podcast comes in tons of different ways. For some, the only way they can or want to support us is with the basic stuff. Tuning into the podcast weekly, sending us valuable information on Teams, or just spreading the word about the podcast. And all those things are amazing. We really appreciate all those things, but we can't pay the bills with those. On November 16th, we are launching our Patreon for the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. This will give you guys an opportunity to support us financially while also gaining access to exclusive content that will only be available on Patreon. Check out our link tree on any of our social media platforms and just go look at the Patreon for yourself. You're going to love it. Don't miss out on your chance to join the Arizona Small Ball Army. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else, because Honestly, Arizona Small Balls is better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. It is Monday, October 24th. Reyes is here with me as always, and we're so excited to be back for a third season on the podcast covering Arizona Small Ball. Today, we're going to be talking about some big movements, reclassification of conferences and regions in the small ball scene. But before we get into all that stuff, we want you guys to know this. One of our favorite things that we've experienced since starting up this podcast has been the community and the support that we've gotten from you guys. Tons of you guys tune in every single week for every single episode. You never miss one, but less than 50% of you guys are subscribers. So right now, go over to whatever platform you listen to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. And while you're there, leave us a review, give us a rating, give us some feedback. We love it because it always helps us here on the podcast. And last but not least, help spread the word about the pod. Tell your friends, tell your coaches, your athletic director, tell your grandpa, tell your grandma. Did I miss anybody else? Tell your pets. (laughs) BarkBox. That's right. We are partnered with BarkBox. If you have your little furry friends and they want a toy or you want to help them with the nutrition, go to BarkBox right now and use our promo code to get 10% off your first purchase. I think it's 15%. 50% off BarkBox. It's all good, though. (laughs) It don't matter who you tell, but spread the word so Arizona Small Ball gets as much coverage as possible. Just as you heard, Reyes is here with me as always. And Reyes, I feel like I need to give you a big congratulations right here publicly on the podcast. This has been a huge, like, three months for you. It's been a lot. It's been a big transition for sure. For those of you who do not know, I am back in my hometown at Camp Verde. I am mm. no longer in Phoenix. Uh, well, temporarily. I'm back here for a year or two. You know, I'm teaching. So I'm Signed actually- them to a two-year contract. It's exciting. It's pretty, I'm excited. You know, I said, I'm love, I love working with the kids. You know, I'm excited to be closer with the team. So I'm not really commuting as much anymore. And what's more exciting is that no more Zoom uh, podcasting. You know, we're actually, we are looking at each other face to face right holding now. Holding hands right now while we Would talk you cut what? Holding 
we're not holding hands all right i promise Pause. but it is really exciting to be face to face it just it's got a different vibe which is really cool a different dynamic it's, it's awesome I'm yeah excited. and you also got your diploma I, oh yeah, I recently graduated, so I Which do have awesome. my bachelor's. So I'm not gonna, you know, slight flex. Hashtag, you know, graduate. <laughs> I have a few slight flexes in this podcast. Just a warning, I'm sure, from Reyes. Yeah, but overall, man, it's good. I'm excited to be back, man. Like I said, year three, season three. We appreciate all you guys, the supporters. It's fun watching this small ball army keep growing. Subscribe, join the army, because like I said, we're taking over the Arizona small ball scene. <laughs> If you're like hopping in and out, you might just think like, what, join the army? Like, what do we do? It's a small ball army, okay? It's just a phrase that Reyes is really trying to get going. So we're yeah, going to try to get that going. services, but we can make it one. <laughs> you want it to be, like I said, like I said, join the armies, hashtag small ball army. We don't have any benefits, but it's all good. So the benefit is that you get to listen to us talk about Arizona high school. That is true. You get in to the stay. small ball scene. Come on. What's, not, what's better than that? Nothing. It's you get to stay that. updated on Arizona small ball every single week. So it's super exciting. And I know you're ready to get into some conferences. I am. I'm ready. ready to get into some conferences and some regions. And here's the thing. We may, as we talk about movements in the conferences and the regions throughout the 3A and the 1A, we may give some grades to some regions. I'm going to tell you guys right now, Reyes is a first-year teacher, so he's not great at giving grades yet. We're going to hope he does a pretty good job with this I because he might be off a little up, bit. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into this. But first, check this out. And so looking at the 1A, there is a lot. I think in the 1A, 2A, 3A, the 1A has had the most movement. Am I correct? Yeah, I believe so. Only because there has teams that have moved up to bigger divisions. Mm -hmm. and No more Mojave Accelerated. No more Mojave Accelerated. No more Tempe Prep. Peace to you guys from the 1A. You know, that's crazy. We'll talk about a little bit more of that as we hit the 2A. But as far as the 1A, yeah, a lot of shifts, teams moving to different regions. So you know who's still in the 1A? Who's that? Salome. The Fighting Frogs. My Fighting Frogs. I know you guys are listening, man. Shout out to you guys. Do you believe, hot seat question, now that Mojave <laughs> right. Accelerated and that Tempe Prep are gone and out of the 1A, does that leave the 1A wide open or does North Valley still have a clear shot? I think that North Valley is probably one of the top teams. Not probably, for sure one of the top teams. I think of the 1A, depending on how some of these younger kids shape out, it's going to be a dogfight, but I think North Valley Christian is probably the favorite right now to win it. And we're getting way ahead of ourselves and talking about all that. Um, but yeah, I think North Valley is for sure probably the most talented. There's, they got some size. Didn't you see them at Section 7? Yeah, no? I saw them at Section 7. They actually do have a lot of size. So I guess that was kind of a silly question to ask. But the real <laughs> question was about your fighting frogs. What was, what was the question about the fighting frogs? I'm about to ask you, do you think oh. they have a shot? To win the whole thing? Yeah, why not? I think that they're gonna they're gonna be pretty competitive for sure in the playoffs. Okay, I can go with that. Let's talk about some regions that that had some pretty massive. There's some shifts that we won't talk about just because to us we didn't think that it was a massive shift, but there are definitely some that we wanted to talk about, namely, in the one A East. Hmm. Okay, one A East Valley Lutheran is a new name that you're gonna see in there, um, along with a uh, we didn't talk about this I think before, but Sequoia Charter. Yeah. Uh, moved in there and they're both dropping down from the 2A so it'll be kind of interesting because Valley Lutheran was you know not great in the 2A if we're being honest and 
them moving into the 1A in the East, do you see them being able to be a, a pretty competitive team there? And do you think that's a good region for them to drop into? I think the region that they're in is actually – a good region for them to be in, especially with Cicero Prep and Lincoln Prep. If you remember last year, Lincoln Prep was actually pretty competitive as well as Cicero Prep. So I think with Valley Lutheran, even though they weren't competitive in the 2A, I think moving to the 1A will be a better fit for them. And I think it'll show that they will obviously win games. But I think um, I think it's just the right move overall. I was trying to like think about how I can like word this, but I think overall it's just the right move for them. And then as for Sequoia Charter, they're kind of a new school. They just kind of started back up. I think they were in the CAA. They, they were in the 2A last year, weren't they? They were in the 2A, but they have like a weird journey because I remember playing them back in high school. Then they went away because I think they're in the CAA. Now they're back in the AIA. And like I said, they were in the 2A. Didn't really have much success there. But now they're in the 1A East. Like I said, I think Sequoia Charter and Valley Lutheran, I don't think they're going to make a big noise in the 1A, but I think sure. for sure just makes that conference a little bit more competitive. So Valley uh, Valley Lutheran went four and twenty four last year. They were four and eight in their conference. Uh, they played teams such as uh, Phoenix Country Day, which we know is a notable team in the two A. Uh, Arizona Lutheran, which is a notable team in the two A. You know, then they, after that, you know, they went to the PCD tournament. They played teams like Salome. You're fighting frogs. There you go. How'd they do Valley. against Salome? How'd they do against Salome? They lost to Salome forty eight. My dog Salome. I knew it. Uh, they played Borgate Catholic. Um, they played Scottsdale Prep, Northwest Christian. So last year, Valley Lutheran played a lot of really good teams, and they showed competitive in some, but obviously some teams ran away. Um, they did play Tempe Prep. They lost by 40. Um, oh. And then they lose to MHP, 78 to 50. So Valley Lutheran, their season last year wasn't as successful as it was in the 2A, but it mm -hmm. really looked like, if you look at their schedule, Looked, they played some good teams. They played some good teams. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't knock them for trying. Okay. So, this past season, Sequoia Charter, uh, they went – that's so weird that they moved down. They went 13-11, so they were above 500 barely. Mm -hmm. They went 8-4 and four in their actual conference, or their region, I should say. Mm. They, their first game, they played Highland Prep. They played Cicero Prep. How'd they do against Highland Prep? 95-69. Uh, to 69. Highland Prep's a force to be reckoned with. We'll yeah. talk about that later in our Sure, yeah, episode. we will, we will. Uh, Lincoln Prep, they lost to – they beat Cicero Prep twice. They played Veritas Prep, and then they played Rancho Solano Prep, eighty-one to thirty-eight. They won. I'm just kidding. They didn't win. <laughs> they lost. Just seeing if you were paying attention, Trying everybody. To keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> and other than that, you know, they played Santan Charter. They played Gilbert Classical. They okay. played Highland again, Horizon Honors, okay. and then they played Trivium Prep, eighty-one to seventy. So it's kind of weird that Sequoia Charter actually went down to the one A. Maybe enrollment had to be. I'm assuming. A factor into that because it looked it shows to prove that they are a competitive team in the two way so it's kind of interesting to see sure something i do want to say is what makes me excited about the 1a east and how everything's reclassified now is my team in this region is lincoln prep uh, i think coach foshi does an amazing job i like what he does there he runs some great stuff really good program i think it's going to be great to i mean hopefully if valley lutheran's a little bit more competitive hopefully sakura char sakura char is going to be competitive but hopefully it kind of helps them a little bit, gives them a little bit different type of competition. And we'll talk about different types of competition here in a second, too. Yeah. So with Sequoia Charter moving, and they were a winning team last year, above 500, only by, like, what, two wins, I think I said. Mm -hmm. um, moving to the 1A East might show greater improvement. And I would now, I'm kind of rethinking, Sequoia Charter actually might be able to make some noise down there. I don't know how they would fend against, like, a Lincoln Prep or a Valley 
uh, North Valley Christian. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it just shows that there's another another contender there for sure. For sure, a playoff team. For yeah. sure, a yeah, playoff like, team. for sure, a playoff. Team. I think so as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a top six team now in that one A East or not one A East, but one A conference. Okay. Yeah. So one A East, big moves. Valley Lutheran Sequoia Charter coming down from the two A. We'll kind of see how that changes that region and kind of how it shakes out for the playoffs moving on. Okay, 1A Tucson. Okay, 1A Tucson. There's some different – it's Tucson Northwest. Uh, Some different teams here that kind of moved. Ray and San Manuel moved into this region, and they were in the 1A Copper. Okay, and Ray was very competitive. We were talking about this the other day, but they were very competitive in a lot of different games last season. San Manuel had a – season last year that was crazy you know coach milliard we talked to him all the time but you know there was some crazy stuff that went on there and he was no longer coaching and a lot of the really good kids they kind of left with him and they stopped playing so uh, from what i know a lot of those kids are back like i know one of the best kids there was ralphie valencia i think they're they're back it just depends on who they hire as their coach and how all of the inner workings behind the scenes go, you know, but I mean, they're going to be competitive as well. So what makes me most excited about this is that school at the very bottom of the 1A Tucson Northwest is the Gregory school that Ray and San Manuel. I, I, I cannot wait to see them compete against Vince Edwards at the Gregory school. Uh, that was one of the kids that we picked in our season finale last year to just be a stud this year. So just kind of seeing how that works. San Manuel, if they have their kids playing, they're athletes. I mean, they're tough. So, I mean, that could that could shake things up in this region. Yeah, so you look at Sam and Will. They went 6-14 and 14 last year. But, like I said, through through all that roller They had a crazy situation. Such a crazy, crazy. situation. An unfortunate situation for our great friend, Coach Milliard. Um, it's tough to see. Wow, you called him our great friend. You never great, said that before. Yeah, he's a great friend. Coach yeah. Milliard, you need to, you know, that's that's a high honor right there. It's good. Reyes has never said that about anybody on the pod. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Like I said, when I was down in Tucson checking out a um, – Western New Mexico camp for, you know, players or prospects, whatever you want to call him. He was actually there. Didn't know anybody, so he was there. We just pretty much tied up the whole time. Was there. I think it was like three hours. He's a really nice guy. And also, he said, he kind of keeps us – he keeps the eyes down there in the Tucson. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he gives us some good info. He gives us cool. some good info. He's actually one of our little um, – I don't even know what you want to call him, dude, like a leak. A leak? A leak. <laughs> he just gives us the breaking news. He just helps us out. Reyes likes to try to make it sound like we have all these, like – underground like skit no he just helps us out He's no cool. he just helps us out when we need if you need any information on some kids like he does a pretty good job of knowing a lot of prospects in tucson especially in the small ball scene mm. so we always like i said we always appreciate that coach milliard and like i said for sam manuel they only went six and 14 like i said but who knows what that would have been if he was able to stay there maybe they probably finished with a winning record so i think once they figure the head coaching situation and like i said with those athletes back i can see sam manuel making some noise for sure in that 1a tucson northwest that's a, that's a mouthful. It is. And what, when I was talking to Coach Milliard about San Manuel, is that they – this is probably their last chance in a while to make the playoffs because they have some older kids. If they do decide to play and, and all that shakes out, they didn't have a whole lot of younger talent. So this is their chance if they can figure it out. Also in this region, you got Desert Christian, who's – I mean, they're tough too. I mean, they had some really great games last season. I think I remember watching some games of Desert Christian versus Hayden. And that was a lot of fun. So they got some good players there as well in Tucson. Yeah. Tucson's kind of growing as far as the basketball. Yeah, they're getting some, like, there's a lot of skill development there. There's some good trainers there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Co- oh, shout out to Coach Obi-Tan, man. We had him on the podcast. 
uh, he really is big into the skill development. Now I think he's at like Phoenix. What is it? It's I forgot what the school is called, and it's gonna drive me crazy. But I know it's a prep school. But he's prep. Phoenix prep, Phoenix prep, I think, right? but he's moved around quite a bit. Yeah, he's moved around quite a bit, but he's one of those people that's there in Tucson that likes to develop players. And, you know, there's a lot of people that like to do that. So that's pretty cool. Okay, 1A Copper, 1A Copper. And I think to me, this is like a, a really exciting move. Mogion. Okay, they were in the 1A East. They moved to the 1A Copper. And I mean, if you look at this, what I'm really excited about, and we talked about this, I think it was a couple of days ago. This is just a different style of play that Mogion might be exposed to. And I think it's going to help them, right? Because mm -hmm. some of these teams, like a Fort Thomas, like a, I think you said Sibiku. Sibiku's in there, Fort Thomas. You have Joseph City and you have Hayden as well. Mm -hmm. And he's just, superior too. Yeah. But um, with Mogion in that comp or region, I keep saying conference because I was, this is off topic. We'll get <laughs> back on topic. I was talking to a college coach. He, he asked about the classification in Arizona. And I said, because he asked if it was by division. I said, no, it's by conference. But you know, in some schools, you know, it goes by division. And then, like, your region is your conference. It was Ray's quick name drop right there that he was talking you to know, a college coach. Folks. Slight flex. Um, <laughs> slight college flex, but that's nothing big deal. Uh, like I said, though, back to what we were talking about with Mogollon. Um, in that 1A Copper region, I do see them finding a lot of success, especially with the pace of the game. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a lot of up and down, a lot of transition. Um, with Fort Thomas and Hayden and CBQ, a lot of a lot of those teams, they don't. I mean, they have a lot of sets, but like that's not their main objective. They, they play kind of, fast. Up they and play down. fast. They have the running gun. You know, shoot a lot of threes. Um, so it should be actually very interesting to see how Mogion kind of gels into that. But I think it will be good for them as they make a push for the one A title. Yeah, and I I do think there's gonna there's just some different play there, which I think will be cool. I'm calling it right now, Kyson Owens player of the year in this region just saying okay so 1a copper is going to be cool we really like mogion we really are looking for them to make a huge push and then reclassifying into this region we'll just kind of see uh, what that means for them so those are some of the major movements that we saw in the 1a that uh, that we at least felt were worth discussing hey we might have missed some if we miss some please write us in tell us like what, what's another move that we're missing from a team in a different region that could maybe shake up how the 1A looks towards the end of the season, please let us know. And yeah, that's our 1A stuff. Is there anything else you want to say about the 1A as far as moves go? Uh, as far as moves, I think we're pretty good. I think we covered a majority of the teams that we wanted to talk about. I think we're ready to move on to the 2A. Yeah, I think it is crazy that uh, Malk is gone. That is so crazy. I think with Malk gone, like I said, Malk and Tempe gone, like I, said, I, know, I understand that you do have North Valley Christian. Those are two top teams. I mean, the champion, one of them. They're both in the championship of the 1A. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're both in the 2A. So it kind of yeah. wonders, because we'll talk about that too in just a second. So with Mount gone in the 1A, I think it's not wide open, because they said you still have North Valley Christian, you have the Gregory School and whatnot. Mm. But I think with like a Mogollon and stuff like that, like they, it opens up the doorway for them to actually make a real push. Because you remember last season, Mogollon barely lost to Mount. Barely, dude. Barely lost. Remember, that was the game that we, we talked about, and we said the. We predicted them winning or losing, and then they made it to the final four. It was, it was bad. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. Mogion. That was a bad yeah, call. Yeah. Sorry, Mogion. That was me. I think I proved, I think I doubted you guys. That is true. That was clear. you. That okay. Was yeah. You. Just throw it on me. Sure. But, um, <laughs> I, like I said, like you proved me wrong. And, like I said, so that's why I'm not going to doubt Mogion ever again. And I'm going to ride this Kaisen Owen train. This is, I guess, for the season. We'll see how, how it works. I think it's going to work out really good. We're moving to the 2A next. Check it out.
Okay, so in the two-way, there wasn't as much movement. Uh, I guess there's there's a region that just kind of got disbanded that's been together like forever. So, I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit. But wanted to talk about the 2A South, okay? Because this is where we mentioned Tempe Prep. They left the 1A, and now they're dropped into the 2A South. Do you like this region that Tempe Prep has been dropped into? Do you see them being very competitive in this region in the 2A? The 2A, I think I like the move as far as Tempe Prep being into the 2A. Now, that region... Uh, Let's just say that the teams are in that region if, real if quick. I, okay, let's name the teams. Chandler Prep. Horizon, Horizon Honors, Honors, Santa Cruz, Sequoia Pathway, St. Augustine, Tempe Prep. So in that region, let's just think about this real quick. You probably have two legitimate contenders. For and winning, like, the, for winning like, the region, you mean? To winning the region and just hitting playoffs. Okay. You have a Chandler Prep and Horizon Honors team that's pretty competitive. Chandler Prep's pretty competitive too, though. That's what I said. I said Chandler Prep and Horizon Honors. Oh, I thought you said Tempe Prep. Okay, gotcha. No. Um, I do like this move into the region. I think the overall grade for the region is like a C. Okay. I don't think it's that competitive. If I'm, if I'm going to be honest, mm -hmm. I think it's a pretty average region. I think with the move of Tempe prep, gives them a little bit of flavor, but I still do think that, um, you can, if you were to like, you know, go from who's going to win this region, I think you can number it out pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll get into region winners and stuff in a later episode that's coming soon to you guys. But I think I, I mean, I, I won't count Tempe Prep out. I think they could squeak into to winning because. Oh, I'm not squeaking them out at all. That's why I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like this move for them. I think it's going to be really great. They're going to compete pretty well. What would you grade the region? The 2A South? Yeah. I like what you said, like a C. I give it a C. Yeah. So that it's not a, it's a competitive region. It's just, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think they'll be win. really competitive in here, but I don't think any of these teams in the 2A South will be contenders for the conference you know I, I don't think and i think that's pretty fair i don't think that's a crazy statement to i don't make. think that's a crazy statement at all to see and like i said who knows like i said a lot of these teams might have got new players transfers always come in you never know how that works it's not the 3a the, the 3a is the transfer conference not, yeah, we're the, not transfer, the, the 3a is the transfer portal um coaches are signing uh, kids left and right it's bananas nil and nil deals nil deals are just being shared so yeah, one we, of don't, our kids, we don't we don't have any nil deals so yeah, what are you talking about one of our kids just actually signed the deal with chevy so he has a new silverado <laughs> with beto's taco <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry that's a side note okay uh let's move on to the 2a west and we've already kind of mentioned this a little bit um but the 2a west the biggest move there is Mojave Accelerated is moved from the 1A and dropped into that 2A West region. In that 2A West, you've got Arizona Lutheran, Heritage Academy, Levine, Kingman Academy, Mojave Accelerated, NFL Yet, St. John Paul II, and Trivium Prep. Now, see, now this region, I like this region. Yeah, I give this region like a B plus. Yeah, I think it's a B, B plus. B, I think it would be plus. I give it a B plus because you have, the, you have Arizona Lutheran, you have Trivium Prep, you have NFL Yet, you have Mojave Accelerated. And um, between the two schools of St. John Paul and Heritage Academy Levine, they're not, mm -hmm. they're not good, but they're not, I mean, they're not great, but they're good and they're competitive. Mm -hmm. I don't, obviously, I don't see them competing for a region title no. in this conference, but I think obviously, you know, it's just a fun game. You know, you know, you know what you're going to get with them. Kingman Academy, the last couple of years, they've been kind of down. Uh, like I said, hopefully, you know, they're able to build that program back up and right. like I said, be competitive in the two-way West and as well as in the two-way conference. So here's the thing, Mojave Accelerated, you saw them play over the summer. Yeah, I saw them play over the summer. Tell our listeners, what should, if you're a Mojave Accelerated fan, what's the, the Patriots, right? The Patriots. The Patriots. If you're a Patriot, if, if Patriots fans are listening to this, 
what should they expect from Mojave Accelerated moving into the 2A and in this next season after losing some kids? Well, I think realistic expectations. So realistic expectations. I I do obviously I believe Mahamalk Malk. Is not milk. To, milk. No, not milk. Mouth. <laughs> I believe that Malk is going to make a push into the playoffs. I really do believe that. Just expect a lot of Tyson Banks and Aiden Huntinger's little brother. I forgot. Jackson. Jackson. But obviously, if I'm going to be realistic, with them losing who they lost, the guard play and some of their forwards, it's just a different team for sure. Mm. I do. They're a lot more scrappier, I feel like, just because, like, you know, you can say, if you lack the skill, you got to um, be big somewhere else. And I think defensively, they take on that challenge. I think Tyson Banks is going to be huge offensively, uh, scoring system for them. And just literally, he's just going to be big. He's just a big kid overall. I think he's like what, six six, six five. Mm-hmm. And he's about like two forty, two fifty. He's a big boy. Yeah, I think he's going to put pretty much not Malk on his back necessarily, but I think he's going to carry a lot of weight. And I just think he's going to need a little bit of help. Obviously, Jackson Huntinger is going to be there, and he's, you have a couple other guards that can compete a little bit. I just don't see them making crazy noise in the two-way but i still think they'll be knocking on someone's door come playoffs yeah they make playoffs oh i'm not yeah i feel like they make playoffs. If they make playoffs sure. i'll be very surprised i'll be very shocked if they don't or if they do if they don't okay i was gonna say what okay yeah okay that makes sense that's good okay so something else that i want to say that we don't even have in our notes so this is like off the dome what region were we in your when we were in the two-way uh north central it was north central for the 2a right it was central or north central it's central 2a central so that whole region has gotten shaken up like crazy it used to be like a north point prep glendale Glendale prep Prep, sedona scottsdale Scottsdale prep uh used to be i think i said north prep chino well chino wasn't 2a were there they used to be Actually, oh, maybe they were. Maybe they were always they were. three, but we always played them. We always played them, yeah. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is this region is really different. And, I mean, I like the 2A Central region here, but I think there's a couple teams that just kind of got screwed over, man, as far as travel-wise. So 2A Central right now, Basis Phoenix, Glendale Prep, Highland Prep, Mountainside, who moved up from the 1A, North Point Prep, Northland Prep, and Phoenix Christian. Okay, I, I know we can get into this, but I'm so excited about the Highland Prep Phoenix Christian matchup. That's going to be cool. But think about Northland Prep. They got travel. Travel. It sucks, man. I mean, they're all the way, if you don't know Northland Prep, all the way in Flagstaff, they're traveling from Flag all the way into like the central Phoenix area. I mean, it's, it's about two hours. Yeah. I mean, that's like most all, that's all their games except for ba- Basis is even Phoenix. I was thinking Basis Flagstaff, but all these games. So they're going to be pretty far away from them. So that sucks for them. It's not good for travel. Northern Prep does have, have a couple good younger kids that I think they're going to be upperclassmen now, actually. Yeah, I like Northern Prep. I think. Remember that kid that was super tall and long that just blocked all? He was crazy. He's crazy. They, we saw him over the summer a little bit. And like I said, they do have they do have a lot of kids that are scrappy. They're hard-nosed. They really mm-hmm. coach well. Um, I, could do, I don't see them really making any noise as far as in the two-way. But as far yeah. as, like, their region, they'll give a little bit of pushback. And I think it'll be a pretty good, solid, competitive team. This overall region, though, I'm not really impressed by it. I'm going to go ahead and give it like a D. I think the only two teams that you really got is um, Highland Prep and Phoenix Christian. You're going to give this region a D? I don't think – I mean – You got Phoenix Christian and Highland Prep in this sure, region. Sure, you have two teams, but look at the rest of the teams. Well, yeah, but I, I think, teams, in my two, opinion, two, two the teams. champion is in this region. You're going to give him a D? Two teams can't make a region. You can't give him a D, though. Come on. Are you kidding crazy. me? <laughs> 
<laughs> Glendale Prep's in there too. Glendale okay, Prep's always competitive. Who else? Please, please tell me bases. So they got no. I'm not gonna say that. They got three good teams. North Point Prep. No, I said they got three good teams. Three out of two, four, six, seven. Whatever. Three out of seven. I'm just. I think. I think you need to come on, dude. Phoenix Christian. A C minus. How about that? I'll give him a C minus. The region is not strong. If we're talking about strength of region, we're not talking about team strength of region. This is a weak region. Okay. I don't well, care what you say. That matchup between Highland Prep Phoenix Christian is going to be good. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. Okay. I'm talking about as the as region. Long, as long as we I'm can talking agree about the region itself. Phoenix Christian and Highland Prep are two high level basketball clubs. They're going to do a lot of work, and we both agree that someone, whoever out of this region, is going to be a winner of the state two A state conference title. Do you agree with that too? I uh, we'll see. Actually, I don't know yet. <laughs> I was gonna jump on that bandwagon, but I'm not about that yet. I'm already all the way on it. Yeah, I think for we'll, sure. We'll I think it. this is between a number one and number two seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, but you gotta realize one has to give because they're gonna meet each other twice, or, True. or maybe once. You know, yeah. Maybe yeah. If we looked at any schedules yet, really? Yeah, we haven't looked at that yet. But like I said, if we're talking about strength of region, mm-hmm. not strength of teams. This region is soft, like Charmin. <laughs> Come on, not that soft. Ultra Just soft. We're going to move on to 2A Metro before Reyes says anything else that's crazy, given that region a D. My gosh. I said a D. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway. you, no, give me your grade. I want to hear it. Take my grade on that one take out the two teams and just leave glendale in there well you that's why would you do that they're part of the region that's okay, not a valid argument saying, that's what i'm saying you're talking about these two teams what's this team without those two teams? i could give this region at least if you say anything above a c i'm giving them at c least minus if you give them a c i'm minus, giving them at least a c plus that's, oh you're crazy at least a c you plus you are crazy I i'm don't just care. saying you're a c plus whatever it's all good. The reach is not even strong. Okay. You know what? Two A Metro. Okay. Let's just keep going. That's crazy. So with the two A Metro, two of the teams that used to be are, are kind of disbanded. They're dropped in here. You got Highland Prep West. We don't know much about Madison Highland, Phoenix Country Day, Rancho Solano, Scottsdale Prep, Sedona, and Veritas Prep. Sedona's kind of in that similar boat as Flagstaff and Northland Prep. Uh, they got some traveling that they got to do. But this region is going to be – it's going to be pretty tough. Uh, uh, you got Rancho in here. PCD is always that contender. I just don't see Scottsdale Prep and Sedona making noise. Scottsdale Prep more than Sedona, though. Oh, you, you'd sure. agree with me on that. I agree with you on that one, yes. But, but yeah. So, hashtag I agree. Yeah, hashtag you agree. Hashtag you don't agree because I don't. I don't hashtag agree. I don't agree with the D rating of that region. But that's, that's, crazy, that's all right. Bro. So, okay, really quick, what would you grade this one to a Metro? Can you list the teams again? Because my phone just died. Highland Prep West, Madison Highland, Phoenix Country Day, Rancho Solano Prep, uh, Scottsdale Prep, Sedona, and Veritas Prep. I give us a B. A B? Yeah. It's stronger than – it's way stronger. Yeah, than I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Across the board, it's more competitive. Exactly. Okay, that's fine. So re- realize what you just said. I get it. And now bring that back. I, I just don't think it's a D. Okay, I just don't think it's a D. Sure. Okay, really quick. I'm just looking here. Any other big movements that we should talk about? Uh, I'm really loving this 2A, um, 2A, 2A Valley region for Santan Charter. I think they're going to be able to run that region. Yeah, I, I like this in the 2A. There wasn't a whole lot of movement at all at the 2A East. I still see Pima just running that region with Benson, Bisbee, Marinci. Pima, Santa Rita, Tombstone, and World we, And we do know that Benson does have a little couple of kids. That we yeah, they got about. some good kids. They got a couple of kids, but like I said, just – you know, history, you're a history teacher. You know, history always repeats itself. And Not always. Pause. 
But, but Pima, Pima, no, I, I believe yeah. Pima's gonna run through that yeah, region. Not like crazy, but I'm just saying that they're gonna be. We'll, we'll talk about them in a later episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're always stacked. Okay. Anything else you want to say about two A? You're good. I think I'm pretty good on the two A. Okay, so major movements in the two A. Now, let's get to the three A because there's some pretty. If you haven't noticed this, we didn't mention a team in the two A. We're gonna mention them in the three A, which I mean I think it's probably the biggest move of the small ball scene of this reclassification era. This, so it's crazy. It's going to be crazy. So it's coming up right now. So moving to the three, a there's some pretty, should we start with the biggest one? Or should we say that? We should say that one for last. I think time. we say that one for last. For that last. one's crazy. Okay. It's, let's, not, it's not crazy, but it's like, Whoa. Yeah, and it, and it's good. I think it's time. It's way, I think it's, it's time. Oh, it's, yes. Way past time. Okay, let's talk about the three A South with Tucson. Okay, because this was a a region that we really followed towards the end of last season in the three A. It was like must see TV, right? It we was, had it was a very competitive. Like it that was region was like a B. It was between no, it wasn't a B. That region, the three A South, it was not a B. Sabino. Paulo Verde. That region had three teams. Sabino, Paulo Sabino, Verde. Paolo Verde, and Push. Oh, yeah. okay. Plus. I'm just kidding. I'll no. give it a, I'll give it a. I'll come give on, it a. come I'll on, give... come on. No, they had a couple other teams too, I thought, in there. So here, here's the 3A no, South. They have... Here's the 3A South. Catalina, Empire, Paolo Verde, Push, Sabino. Now they got Safford, San Miguel, Tank Verde, Thatcher. Okay, now here's the thing. Last season, the 3A South was pretty much a three-man race. It was only Palo Verde, Sabino, and Push. That was it. I don't, they, but that's the thing, though. I don't think their region – I mean, it was a good region because they had those three teams, mm-hmm. sure. But overall, the region was like – It wasn't good. It wasn't great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a great region. And do you remember for, – for those of you who followed the podcast, if you know this, they had a very difficult time. Pushridge, Sabino, they got kind of screwed over in the rankings because they're in Tucson, they're in the South, and it's hard to travel so far to play all these different teams. So they scheduled a ton of mid-major, you know, like 5A, 4A schools. They're kind of middle of the pack or below middle of the pack. And what happened is they either beat that like Pushridge was like was rolling. I mean, I forget what they were. So was Sabino for a time. For a little bit, but then they'd lose. But those teams that they were beating didn't have a whole lot of power points. So they were very low on the totem pole. Huge addition to this region is Thatcher. That's a big move. I mean, that is huge. It's gonna change the 3A South and give a little bit more like natural power points to the 3A South because Catalina. And some notoriety, yeah. Thatcher's a legit program. Catalina, Empire, uh, Tank Verde was okay, uh, but yeah, Tank Verde was mid. Yeah, but like Catalina Empire, they just they they were playing a lot of teams that weren't going to give them a whole lot of power points. The addition of Thatcher is the biggest addition to this region that will help with power points. And Safford will give them a little bit too. Safford will give them a little bit because even though they weren't amazing last year, they have a history of having some competitive teams. So I mean, they're exactly. going to be somewhat competitive. The there is another move in here that's San Miguel, but they weren't very good in the two A last year. They moved up from the two A up to the three A, and I don't really see them making any noise. This region is going to be interesting this year. What would you grade this region? Man, this region. I give like a C plus. I think it's a. I think it's overall better than it was last year. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Thatcher's actually kind of a big move, but we don't know who what, who's coaching Sabino. Yeah, I know, and and that's the other thing too. Sabino, we know they've got some kids, they got some players, but who's going to be their coach? Things are kind of crazy there. Pushridge has got some really great kids there. Coach Miko does a great job. They got a new transfer kid that's coming over who can really shoot the ball. I mean, there, there's some good players there. Paolo Verdi has some great young kids you coming up. That that's right. Shout out Coach Milliard. Mm-hmm. But we've also – I've seen okay, a ton I'll, of it. Much, I'll give it a B minus. Solid region. I mean, mm-hmm. It's a good region. Sure. Mm-hmm. There we go. Because Thatcher – we saw Thatcher last year, and they were a really competitive team. Thatcher's in the and Elite Eight. young. Elite Eight? They didn't go to Final Four. They were Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Yeah. And, and who did they lose to? Wasn't it – was it Val- a valley? They played valley, valley. To, they lost by eight points or something. Yeah, it was valley. It was a very back and forth game for a little bit. So Thatcher is a legitimate contender every single year. Them coming into this region is going to be really good. The problem I have with this region, though, no, actually, this is not a bad region. I'm going to be. I'm going to be depending on Safford and Tank Verde, because Tank Verde was okay. Depending on them, I think this region could potentially be like a B minus, but okay. but it helps it. Thatcher helps it. I think yeah, it gives it a boost from what it was last year. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Hashtag I, I agree. It's gonna be tough to pick a, a winner out of this one. You could like you could pick between a few. You Maybe pick, not. You can make some. Change. Actually, you know, I think I know who the winner would be, but we'll get into that another time. That's good. Okay, so movement in the south. That's gonna be interesting to watch because remember, uh, Push and Sabino. And Palo Verde last year, they were fighting for those top two spots to see who would make it into the playoffs. We'll kind of see how that shakes out here. And it will definitely help their power points and all that. And it's, it's really good. 3A West. Okay, 3A West. ALA West Foothills, Kingman, Odyssey Institute, Parker, River Valley, Tonopah Valley, and Yuma Catholic. Okay, this... It's a brand new American Leadership Academy school. And if you know anything about ALAs, ALAs are always very dangerous. They're very competitive. And we don't know much about West Foothills. Yeah. The the only because there's there's two, we lost an ALA in Gilbert North. They went up to the 4A. Good luck to Dylan Novak. But we've gained two new ones this season: ALA West Foothills and ALA Anthem South. We don't know much about either of them. We do know that ALA Anthem South is maybe they had to cancel their varsity football season because of enrollment. So we don't know what they're going to be like. What I'm hearing through the grapevine about ALA West Foothills is that they're going to have some kids and they've got some kids that are kind of transferring in from different places or public schools around in the area. I think they're going to, I think they're going to be pretty competitive, but it's going to really shake out this region because Odyssey is coming up. They're on the rise. They've got some good young players. We all know Yuma Catholic. Yuma Catholic is a very tough team. I think it's still pretty clear. I mean, it's kind of hard to say without knowing a little bit about ALA West Foothills, but I still do believe that it's pretty still kind of clear who is running that region. Which I think we'd agree it's Yuma Catholic. Yes. Okay. And Yuma Catholic, I'm telling you guys, last year, they had we, we saw them in the summer at, uh, at the Payson Tournament. And they were missing – they only had one starter, and they were running that tournament. I mean, they were they were tough. They were solid. Everybody was very well coached. Their coach does a great job with sets and different things. They're, they're very patient. I really like them. You add their starters in there, that they're bigs and all that, they're going to be really tough. I think the reason why this move is so interesting is because if ALA West Foothills was not in there, I think you're looking at a Yuma Catholic – odyssey trip to the playoffs 
I think that's what you're looking at at the end. You know what yeah. I'm saying? As far as a region winner and like number two in the region. And also, obviously, you have rankings to think about too, because Odyssey could still get there with just rankings. But even if they didn't have it, you know what I'm saying? Th- those things. ALA West Foothills could potentially bump that out if Odyssey doesn't have the rankings to get into there. So yeah. I think that's interesting. I think ALA West Foothills is going to have some athletes. Gosh, American Leadership Academies, dude. There's, it's crazy. They're just growing and they just continue to get athletes. But, I mean, it's a good thing, you know what I mean? I mean, you can't really complain. So, I mean, you just got to kind of rock with it and kind of just see what happens. But I do believe this – I don't really think this region is that strong. If you think about it, you take away West Foothills. It's not. No, it's not. Parker lost a bunch of kids. River Valley's best kid transferred to Needles. Um, Tonopah lost their best kid, that kid, the long hair kid with the shooter or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're just they're, – it's not going to be a very strong region. I'll give it a C minus D plus. I give it a, I give it like a D plus, I think. Yeah, I would I give it I just that. don't think it's that strong. I think it's, it's not. It's pretty clear cut. There's some good players in there. You know, no, like good, Yuma Catholic. Good individual players for sure. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a team wise, it's still pretty clear cut unless someone else changes my mind. Yeah, they're going to have some young players. We'll just put yes, it like that. That's, that's the political nice way of saying it. They'll have some young players. Yeah. Okay. You know who my favorite American Leadership Academy school is, though? I do. ALA Ironwood, baby. ALA Ironwood, all day long. Coach McCurdy does a great job. Did you say jinx? Yeah, we said it together at the same time. Oh, I didn't hear that. I was just so into, you know, what I was saying. But ALA Ironwood, they're going to have some really good players, too, and we'll talk about them in coming episodes for sure. Okay. Do you want to talk about how you boasted them so highly? I stand by that, dude. You eat that? I eat it. You know, I listen. I saw them playing in the summer. They had great kids. They were really well coached. And if you look at the really team, well coached. like a great, I mean, they ran great stuff. If you look at, and, and not even just running great stuff, I felt like kids were in the right positions where they were supposed to be. You know what I mean? They were very, they were efficient. But if you look at the teams that they were in their region, like to a Coolidge, like to a Thatcher, they split games with Thatcher. Lawrence. Um, they lost to Coolidge, and but they were up by like five or they're, you know what I mean? It was very close. So they were just right on the cusp of being competitive. They win some of those games. Their ranking changes. They have a different matchup in the playoffs. You're going to tell me that team couldn't have won? Okay. You're going to tell me that? Hey, you know, I'll give you that. Come on. Sure. I, so I stand by it, but they just, you know, they, they couldn't finish some of those closer games, you know, mm. and it is what it is. It is what but it is. this year, Coach McCurdy, second year, that's true. Oh, that is very true. Just I, telling you, dude. I forgot all about that. Wow, it's a second. Just yeah, telling you, Corey Woods going to be and older, stronger. They got that guard. Tony Willis, he's going to be there. It's going to be really good. I it's like fun it. year to watch. Okay. Now to probably the biggest move in Arizona small ball. Gosh. It's going to be a um, it's going to be a really interesting year in our region. The three A North Central. You got Borgate Catholic, Camp Birdie, Chino Valley, Fountain Hills, Northwest Christian, Wickenburg, and Scottsdale Christian. So Scottsdale Christian makes the move from the 2A up to the 3A. And this is this is going to be really – do you see Scottsdale having any growing pains moving into the 3A? No, not, not there's going to be no growing pains. I think they should have been in this region two years ago when they went back-to-back mm. 2A titles. Didn't they have that kid that walked on at Rice or something? They had a kid that walked on on Rice, and they had a kid that walked on to GCU as well. Dang. So, I mean, they, they, they produce athletes, you know, the kid – 
and another kid, you know, Garrison Sherman. We talked about him all last year. Mm. He's over in the D2 Biola, you know, pretty good program. No coach over there really well, slight flex. <laughs> so I think Scottsdale's right where they need to be. I honestly, they're, they're so competitive. Coach Anderson does a great job with his kids, putting him in the system. And like I said, it, I think they're right where they need to be. And I think they're just going to pick a word. Not, I think it's going to be fine. Just, I think it's just a comfortable fit. I think it's a good fit for them. I don't want to like just go on and on and on and on. Sure. Yeah. And well, I think our region, the B plus, I'm just saying, think about it. We have Northwest Christian. They're in the top 15. You have Fountain Hills, top five. Yet us, we were last year, we were like, you know, top five. And then Borgay Catholic, we don't know what coach is going to bring over there. Could be an interesting year as well. And then Wicked where you know, they had their big and they had some pretty decent guards and they got a new head coach. So I mm-hmm. think with our region, it's going to make a lot of noise for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... And Scottsdale just gives us a boost. I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, but what I'm going to say, though, is you're doing off stuff of last year. I'm going off this year, too. Let's go off this year. Let's go off this year. Come right? on now. Bring the heat. I'm just saying... Candle lit. Borgay Catholic. I think that I, they'll be better this year than they were last year. I agree. Hashtag, they'll, I agree. They'll be better, right? We're going to be very young this year. We're going to be very young. Still we'll, be competitive. We're going to be very young. We're going to be very young, though, right? We'll but, we'll, but we'll be competitive. Chino Valley, they're they compete really hard. Exactly. Sure. Fountain Hills, they lost Xavier Mike, their other big kid who was great at sealing and mismatches off the pick and roll and those ISO situations. But they keep, but they he keep transferred. Them. You didn't know that he transferred, and they lost a couple other kids. Okay, they got Aiden Logan, who's still a stud. Okay, they got Aiden Loden. If you guys could have seen what Reyes just did, you'd lose it. Okay, the fact that I didn't just burst out laughing is is amazing. But Fountain Hills lost some kids. They're still going to be good. Man, you just shook my world just now. I'm just saying they're still going to be very competitive. So they lost a tall kid that was like off the bench. They're off the bench big. They didn't lose him. No, he started. He started for them over the summer. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember what his name was, but he wore. He didn't Blonde wear. Hair. No, 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 not that one. He's dark, still... dark-haired kid. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah, gone. he transferred out. That's fine. Okay. All That's right. fine. I thought he was the better of the two, but whatever. That's fine. That's my opinion. Northwest Christian, they were younger last year. Like, they had some good younger players, is what I'm saying. Now, I think they're going to be very competitive this year, too. With I, playoff experience. With playoff experience, they're going to be really good. Scottsdale Christian, they're going to be really, really good. We'll talk about them and, and kind of some specifics with their team later on, which we already mentioned. But... They also their best. I mean, some of their really good players are young. They've got some young players, yeah, you know. Um, so, and Wickenburg, they're going to be. They were young last year, and they're older this year. So they'll be better. So, I, I feel like this is going to be a competitive region, but I don't think this is the best region. The B. I give it like a. Don't you dare say a C. It's a B. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a B. I give it a B minus. Okay, I'm okay with that. I give it a B minus. As long as it's the B's. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Scottsdale Christian does, does, does help all that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's good. It's a good region. So, anyways, Scottsdale Christian moving into the North Central is going to be interesting, especially if you're. Another thing we have to mention too is the three A South Central is, is looks a little bit different this year than it did last year as well. Uh, there's some teams that have been kind of split up and moved around because of ALA Gilbert North. Eastmark. Eastmark is no longer here anymore. So we have that. Thatcher is no longer here anymore because they were in this region. So now you're looking at a, in the 3A South Central, ALA Anthem South, who we don't know a whole lot about, 
Elliot Ironwood, Benjamin Franklin, who's been competitive, like they were competitive. Coolidge, who's going to be tough. I yes, mean, they're, tough. They're, they're top five. If they keep their heads, tough. Mm-hmm. Man, they shot themselves out of that game. They did. They shot themselves out of that game. Coolidge, Florence, very competitive. Gilbert Christian, very competitive. A lot of young kids coming in. They're going to be really good and older now. Globe is probably, I Last think. Last year, remember, they, they made a little push and they almost. Yeah, I know. I just feel like depending on they're Anthem. Young. Yeah. Depending on Anthem South and Benjamin Franklin, I think this is the weakest team in that region. Sure, that's fair. Yeah. I think it's the strongest region, though, out of all the, in the 3A, would you say? You could make that argument. Yeah, I, I think so. They have Valley. They got Valley. They got Coolidge, Gilbert LA, Christian. Santan Foothills was tough last yeah, year, but they lost Franklin some kids. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good region. Yeah. So. Oh, College Prep is out, too. Azar College Prep is out as right. well. So, just so you know, like I said, Gilbert North, College Prep, and Eastmark are in the 4A now. Mm. Good luck to them. And they're all, a lot of them are in the same region, too. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that'll be a good move for them. They're not going to have a whole lot of growing pains, I don't think. And they'll probably still play some 3A teams and all that as well. So, so yeah, these are some of the movements that we wanted to talk about. This 3A South Central also looks a little bit different. And, and yeah, it's just we're in future episodes. We're really going to pick out who we think is going to win each region because that was one of our biggest regrets from last season. Remember that? Yeah. We said, like, man, we wish that we would have picked because we did it like midway through the year. And we wish we would have done it sooner. We're also going to be releasing top tens for each of the regions and the in the conferences, 3A, 2A, 1A. And it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. Even just sitting here talking about this, it's been fun. It's like reminding me that podcast season is now upon us. It's it's upon us. If you have your schedule and you make a cool graphic for your non-conference or you just your schedule, please send it to us. We will post it on our mm. stories. I think it's kind of cool just to share what you guys are doing, who you guys are going to be playing. Um, we just want like I said, we just want to give you guys a light. And as always, if you guys have a game or you have a player or you have like a transfer that, that we should know about, send it into us because we want to be able to talk about it. We have feelers out kind of all over Arizona and, and we're talking to coaches and players and stuff. But if we're missing something, we want to know about it. You know, like, for example, three independent. Right. We know nothing about these schools, but I did hear something about Chrisman. Three independent. Chrisman, they might be young, but I think they're going to have some really good athletes. Mm. So they, they could potentially make some noise. I'll be interested to see what their schedule is. I believe they play Valley Christian twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. We looked at that the other day, huh? Yeah. It's not fully complete. It's not fully uploaded. But I think that if I'm not mistaken, they play Valley Christian twice, which is kind of interesting to see. Yeah. So, so we'll see. But I say all that just to say this. If you know something that we are missing, please let us know because our goal here is just to keep all of you guys updated on the Arizona small ball scene. We are Arizona high school basketball fanatics. We love all this stuff, so you will never bother us at any time in the day. So, uh, Reyes, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? But I think uh, we're good before, with that. I know we didn't mention Holbrook's region. Nothing really changed in there, so we, that's yeah. why we stay mentioned, just so you guys know. Well, we didn't mention – did we mention all of them? I don't think we mentioned all of them. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah, I think we did. Huh? We didn't no, we didn't mention the north, dude. Yeah, but there's not really that much movement. Yeah, there. so north and, and yeah. The, the north and the east. Um, yeah. Nothing really changed as far as that. Same teams. It's just going to be kind of interesting to see who mm-hmm. comes out of those. Like I said, we'll talk about that in a later episode. Sure. Okay, as always, guys, thank you for tuning into the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. 
stay tuned for our next episodes coming up. And, and like I said, again, like subscribe, follow the show, make sure that you leave us a review. All that stuff helps our show so much. Uh, it gives us a lot of credibility with our listeners and we'll see you next time.